Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. This week's iTunes review is brought to you by M.L. Martell. She writes, five stars, Kim is more than just knowledgeable in just health and fitness. She is supportive, reassuring, and on the level. She gives it to you straight, just the way most people need it. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. I really appreciate that review. And you too can review Fit Girl Magic Podcasts. Just go to iTunes or wherever you subscribe to this show and just leave me a five-star review. Um, I love them. I take them to heart. I just want to make sure that I'm bringing you the best stuff. So thank you so much for all of you who have left me a review so far. I can't wait to highlight you. Oh, good morning, Magic Makers. Uh, I am hoping that you're having a fabulous day. Today was just a little bit of a uh, technology gremlin, and I've tried to record this podcast like four times. So fingers crossed technology is on my side today. All right. So today I want to talk about consistency. And this is one of the things that, you know, I've been at this for almost shockingly almost 20 plus years, like it's like 25 years I've been in this health and fitness game. And this is the one thing that I see so many people trip over their feet, trip over their feet is being consistent. And so I wanted to talk about it and I wanted to really like break it all down. And, um, you know, some people might feel called out and that's okay. I want to call you out, but I also want to show you there is a way forward because a lot of this stuff are things that you know, it took me a long time to overcome a lot of things I had to unlearn, um, a lot of hard lessons. I had to run into a couple walls and back myself out. And, you know, as a coach, my hope is that I can help my clients avoid the walls, right? You know, I don't want you sprinting forward and then hitting a wall and feeling like you can't get out. You know, I want you to feel like as a coach, you can tell me anything. And really, there's really nothing you could tell me that one I haven't heard. That's not going to shock me. That's not going to make me judge you. We all have our shit. Like I got my shit and we all have to figure out how do we make our health life and our shit all come together. So when it comes to consistency, uh, there was a quote by Elizabeth Gilbert that says, it's a simple and generous rule of life that whatever you practice, you will improve, right? So here's where I want you to kind of unpack that quote there, that it's simple, right? The biggest challenge I see many women making 
is that we make it so freaking complicated. You know, it has to be like, I have to solve a mathematical equation in order to earn the right to work out or eat better or whatever, right? It, all the ducks have to line up in order for me to earn, right? And I'm using the word earn because I hear so many people not feel like, you know, if A plus B doesn't equal C, then it's not the path, right? It doesn't have to be perfect. Um, and practice, right? The word, the words, simple and practice are the two things that stick out with me. Practice. You know, I want you to think about when you, maybe you didn't play a sport, maybe you played a, um, an instrument, uh, you practice, right? You didn't show up and magically play the flute, like some type of concert flautist or Lizzo, you had to like sound really bad <laughs> and then eventually hopefully you got better because you kept practicing, practicing, practicing. Um, same thing with any sport. Maybe when you showed up um, the first time and you kicked a soccer ball, it only dribbled off of your foot. Hey there, magic makers. Are you tired of the constant struggle to try to stay on track with your daily healthy tasks? Do you dream of finally achieving that smooth and steady, sustainable progress when it comes to weight loss? I got you. I've got something that's going to blow your mind and I call it Operation Consistency. Now, I know what you're thinking. Consistency. Oh, it's so much easier said than done. Wrong. With Operation Consistency, I'm flipping the script on your daily routine and helping you to stay on track like it's a piece of cake. I know, cake. Oh, <laughs> yes, ladies, you heard me right. It's time to make consistency your superpower. Imagine 66 days from now, you're going to look back and see the incredible strides you've made and whispering to yourself or yelling at anybody who will listen, I did it. No more complicated schedules or grueling workouts. I'm talking simple, realistic activities that you can handle with everyday life. I mean, come on. I am not asking you to flip a Buick or run a marathon. It is all about healthy, achievable actions that will keep you moving forward day after day. So toss your doubts aside. Join Operation Consistency today. It is time to show yourself how consistent you can be. Say goodbye to the roller coasters of ups and downs and hello to a life of steady progress. Don't wait any longer. Make a change that will keep your momentum going strong. Operation Consistency is your secret weapon to becoming the consistent powerhouse you've always wanted to be. Are you ready? So go down, join the link below to unlock your path to consistency and success. Now is the time to rock your goal. So let's get excited. Here is to a consistent, unstoppable you. You know, the first time you picked up a golf club, you know, you kind of whiffed it over the golf club, right? So it just took time and practice for you to get there. And the same thing comes when it comes to your nutrition, your came, comes to your workout, right? You, you're not going to walk into the gym and know exactly what to do. You're not going to walk into the gym and be like, what's your heaviest dumbbell and I'm going to lift that shit. No, that's not what you are going to do. So the, the key here when it comes to consistency is like, how can I make it simple? 
how can I like practice that in my life so that over time I'm going to see improvement. And, you know, you know, I've, I've said this before, I don't even know where I got it from, but it just, it works. So many of you wake up on a Monday and you're like, I'm going to change my life because Monday's the day you change your life, right? I'm going to change my life. And when I change my life on Monday, it better happen by Friday, like Amazon Prime. I don't know about you, but your body's on Amazon Prime. And if you've hit the age of 40 something and you look and you're like, you're not liking what you see in the mirror, you're like, where the hell did this weight come on? It didn't come on last Monday. Right? It didn't show up four days ago. It didn't show up seven days ago. It has been a, a, a small incremental shift that is finally added up to the point that you're like, kill me now. I don't like this. So as it came on slowly, that's the way it's going to come off. Like it or lump it. Sorry, not sorry. So let me just set, set a scenario, right? So right now you look at the mirror or you couldn't put your pants. You're like, oh my God, I got to lose the belly fat. I got to drop the weight. Um, I got to run faster. Whatever it is you've told yourself that your goal is. And you like, boom, you're like, you, you come right out of the gate. You're like cooking with gas. Like everything is going gangbuster. You're so excited. Then gradually... You start skipping a day or two here. You know, maybe if you're getting up in the morning, you press the snooze alarm, like, ah, I'll do it later in the afternoon. Or, you know, work gets a little busy. And if you're working out after work, you know, your boss tells you you have to do something or you got to pick up your kid or, you know, uh, you're skimping on your meal prep. So you're like, you know, eating fast food a little bit more, eating out a little bit more pizza, a little bit more, skipping on the vegetables and your sneakers start to collect dust in the corner. Sound familiar? right? It happens. It, it's not, it's not you, you know, I just might be, you might be feel called up, but that's okay. Right. And here's what I, why I say this is that many of us get caught up in our outcomes, get caught up in the outcomes versus the process. So you're like, Oh, I want to lose 60 pounds in six days. And, and I think I shared the story with you. Um, I'm a moderator um, in a Facebook group. And this one woman is about to have surgery. And she's like, and I think it was like June. I think it was June. So say it was like by June, she needed to lose 15 pounds by the end of, by August. Yeah, it was it was June, she had to lose 15 pounds by August. And I was like, good luck with you, right? That was just such an unrealistic plan. So unrealistic that you think you can lose 15 pounds in I think it was like eight weeks. It's just un, absolutely unrealistic. And so she got so fixated on the outcome that she didn't think about the process. And so to do that, you have to have a plan. And the plan can't be a crash diet. You know, we're 40 something years old now. And I don't know about you. I don't know how many crash diets I've been on. And how many crash diets have you been on that actually lasted more than two days? That didn't make you feel like shit. It didn't make you want to quit on it. And you're like, I'm never bleeping doing that again. So here's where to be consistent we need to focus on the process versus the outcome. And, you know, this is an uh, Atomic Habits by James James uh, Clear. You know, that's my Bible. Um, that's one of his biggest tenets, his biggest takeaways is one of the reasons why people aren't consistent with their habits is that we are so focused on lose the weight, lose the weight, lose the weight that we don't back into how am I going to get to said weight? So to do that, you have to have a plan. If you want your outcome, you must build consistency into that plan. 
And before we get into that, you have to decide, define what that plan is, right? So let's break it down. The first step, clear. Like, I don't know how many people come to me and they're not clear about what they want. And that means you have to spell it out. What are you trying to achieve? And if you say, I want to lose the belly fat, great. Okay, we're starting right there. So that's that's what that's my mission, right? You know, the mission like the mission, lose the belly fat. Okay. Now, how do you con- connect with that? How is that when it is, you know, I live in New England, when it's February, it's cold, it's snowy, it's dark. Do you not press the snooze button or do you not be like, I'm going home? Like how what is that connection to you? You know, and it doesn't have to be this big altruistic thing. It could be, I want to love what I see in the mirror. I want to wear a bikini again. I want to feel sexy when I have sex with my husband. I want to button my pants with ease. Like, it doesn't have to be this like, I want to free have free world peace and hunger. No, it could be as vain as fuck. Okay. How do you, how are you going to calculate it? How do you know you're being successful? How are you tracking this? And when I say track, I'm not asking you to be like tracking like some type of like medical assistant. I am saying, how do you know you are going to, how do you know that you are on the path? How do you know that you are, you know, being successful? That's, that's what I'm, when I ask by tracking. And then course of action. Here's where so many get tripped up you know, most of you will falter here. And it's not your fault. We were raised in diet culture. And it told us you needed to follow a specific plan. That plan had to have a name. And if you didn't follow the, if you didn't follow the list, you were going to, that's all hell will break loose, right? So here's the rub. Is this what's not making you consistent? You know, are you doing shit that is hard for you right now? That's not realistic for you. You're not excited about it. Ultimately, you can't make a plan for your life. And then it becomes unsustainable. And so in order for this course of action, the one thing I always challenge my clients, I'm challenging you right now, make it freaking fun. You know, make it so that you look forward to it. Because if I'm not looking forward to it, it's going to be really easy to hit that snooze button. It's going to be really easy to make a left to go home versus a right to go to the gym. It's going to be really easy to be like, oh, I'll go to the grocery store next week. Oh, I'll just order pizza right now. It'll be so easy unless we come up with these like little things that make us say, you know what? No, I'm going with, I'm going down to the, to the gym. I'm going to the grocery store. You know, um, so many people say, oh, I just need more motivation. More motivation, more willpower, more discipline. Your why is your motivation, your discipline, and your willpower. Because when I have a why, I can ask myself better questions. When I'm connected to my goal, when I'm clear on my goal, I can ask myself better questions. And so trust me, I I am so honest with you. There are times I lay in bed and I'm like, I I just just don't want to go. I really just don't want to go. And then I asked myself a question. Will laying here in this bed get me to where I want to go? And the answer is no. <laughs> so, But sometimes the answer can be yes. And so, and I, I say this to my women who are the dawn patrollers, you know, the, I get up at 4 a.m. and I must be at the five, you know, I'm walking in behind the girl who, um, opens the gym. Um, I actually have uh, a, a woman who she um, 
works out while they're cleaning the gym. You know, she made some some deal with them. But I want you to ask yourself, you know, if I am that person, am I going to the gym exhausted five days a week? Or am I able to get a good night's sleep? Because if I'm sacrificing sleep to get my tushy to the gym by 4 a.m., 5 a.m., whatever the dawn patrol time is for you, I need you to, to, to rewind and say, am I setting myself up for success by getting a good night's sleep? Because I will always trump you getting a good night's sleep over the workout. Instead of, I would rather take you going to the gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then going on the weekend versus going Monday through Friday and getting five hours of sleep, right? Because it's, I always look at liking it to like uh, putting water in a bucket that has a hole in it. The hole might be really small and you're probably like, I don't really feel any different. I awesome. But do you know what awesome really feels like? Or does it, or is it feeling awesome for you right now? Because you've just always worked out in this like um, exhausted state. So I, I, I'm throwing this out there. It's, it, this was just kind of like one of those like thought bubbles. You know, if you're reading a book and they have like one of those like um, inserts, this is an insert. <laughs> this is an insert. It just made me, it just popped up in my brain. All right. So when we're calculating our course of action, you also have to ask yourself, what is going to trip you up? And I don't see a lot of people asking this question because so many people are like, oh, if the stars align, this is what's going to happen. And I'm going to say 80% of the time, the stars align. I'm talking about that 20% of the time when there might be traffic, a snowstorm, your boss tells you you need to stay late, your a kid gets sick, you get sick. This is what many of us don't anticipate. Many of us are like, oh, shit could go wrong. I never thought about that. And then when that shit goes wrong, that's what everything kind of blows up in your face. And that's what's going to, that's what typically keeps many people from being consistent. Okay. So the bulk of this podcast is where I want to spend. How can we keep up with ourselves? How can we truly get to the point about consistency? Because um, you may know the Fit Girl Magic Formula. I need great habits. Those habits are going to deal to a great routine. Those routines lead to um, consistency and those consistency leads to results. Right. So if I have habits, those habits are going to turn into routines. The routines are going to be consistent. And those consistent consistent that consistency is going to give me the results that I'm, I'm ultimately seeking. So first is first. Try to make the easiest, most effective changes first. And you know, so many people, like I said, you have been conditioned that I must follow a diet, that I must eliminate everything, I must remove all carbs, remove all sugar, remove, remove, remove. Um Go to the gym, do all the soul-sucking workouts, be so sore that I can barely get up the toilet the next day. No, that's not where I'm going to start. I want you to ask yourself, what is going to be the easiest or the most effective change? And we'll talk about that as we get uh, deeper deeper into the podcast. And But keep this in mind. How I get to my goal is how I'm going to keep my goal. So if I have to go to the gym 10, day, 10 hours a day, you know, lift heavy, heavy stuff, eat like a bird. Am I going to do this for the, my natural born life, for the rest of my natural born life? And if you are 40 something, the uh, that means another 40-ish years of doing that. Hell to the no. And I'm hoping that many of you are like saying hell to the no right here. 
So here's where I ask, you know, what if done consistently, here are the questions we're going to ask ourselves. What if done consistently would be, give me the biggest results. Like what are the biggest dial movers and what are the easiest and simplest things for me to do consistently, even if it might necessarily be the most important change right now. In other words, I want you to think about realistic, you know, realistically and reliably versus perfect. And then ask yourself, what is the trade-off? What are the trade-offs that I'm willing to make? And so again, I, you know, I talked about sleep. Am I willing to, instead of going five days a week, Monday through Friday, am I willing to go on Saturday and Sunday knowing that I can get two more days of getting better sleep? Am I willing to set a damn bedtime so I can get up and be a, a dawn patroller? Like, you know, those are the questions that that you're going to ask yourself. And what are the factors that might stand in my way? You know, what are the obstacles? And is it possible for me to get rid of them? Is it possible for me to reduce them? You know, what are the things that, you know, when a obstacle comes up, you know, I always ask my clients to create what if then statements, like if I have to go to work late, then I'm going to do this. If I need to, um, if I don't get a good night's sleep, then I'm going to do that. You know, what are those, you know, pre-programmed things that we can start to set in motion so that we have that plan for the obstacles? Because, you know, here's the thing, shit is always going to happen. Life's going to always life. You know, I remember um, this was almost 10 years ago. Um, I live in, like I live in Boston and we had over a hundred inches of snow that year. And literally like, it was like every other day, it was a snowstorm and not like a little snowstorm. It was like a 20 inch snowstorm. And, you know, it typically would always happen overnight. And I like to work out in the morning. And I just remember I would have to be shoveling my car out to get to the gym and then shoveling my car out to get home from the gym. And I was like, you know what, this, this isn't fun. Like this sucks. And I started to like accumulate um, gym equipment so that I could like, when it did have that, th- those snowstorms, I could be home and I didn't have to do these like crazy, you know, have to shovel my car out two times to, to, to leave my house. Right. So this is what, those are the kind of the thoughts that I want you to think about. Like, I'm not saying build a gym in your house. I'm saying, you know, what are some of your obstacles and what are some of your going back and forth? And, you know, if you are struggling with that, do me a favor, reach out, like, you know how to find me. I'm, I'm pretty easy to find. Um, but here's where to be consistent. It requires us to create some structure, requires us to create systems and if possible, grab a coach so that that, per- that person can help you, you know, Sometimes we can't see our tree, the trees for the forest. Like sometimes we just like, we're stuck. We're like, all I see is birch trees. I don't see it's a forest. <laughs> and that's okay. You know, that's one of the reasons why, you know, I hire coaches from time to time is because sometimes I get stuck and I get stuck in my own shit and I need someone to pull me back and be like, do you see everything? Like, let's look at the landscape and how can we navigate the landscape of where you are in? Um and that the biggest thing, I, the big, basic consistency is that there are going to be obstacles. It's never going to be smooth sailing. You know, so many people, like when you hear them talk about weight loss, they're like, oh, I must reduce my calories by 500, 500 calories a day because 3,500 calories is one pound of fat. And 
I'm going to lose one to two pounds a week. All right, I'm going to call bullshit on that. One, most of you listening to me have, have been on at least 10 diets. And if you've been on at least 10 diets, your body is so hip to that. Two, many of you listen to me are perimenopausal, menopausal, postmenopausal. And our hormones are like, girlfriend, I am running the show now. So don't you even try. And those, those little, those little like um, rules, if you will, that, that shit flew out the window. And so here is where you have to ask yourself, okay, um, what can I, like, I need to accept where I am, right? I need to say, this is where I am. And all I can do is what I can do. All right. There's not going to be any like hard facts here. You are the hard fact. It's you learning about you so that you can start to navigate this stuff so that we're not playing this up 10, down 10, up 10, down 10, up five, down five roller coaster game. And so here's where we start to take the time and think about, you know, what are the obstacles? And then start to ask ourselves, instead of going for the A plus, right? Many of you listening to me are are perfectionists. Maybe you're in the in the recovery program. You're in the first stages of recovery. I'm a recovering perfectionist myself. And one of the ways I had to get over my it must be this way. Like my mindset was so rigid about my workouts and my food. Like my food has to look this way. My workouts have to look this way. And if they don't look this way, then it's shit. So the first place I went was good, better, best. And I've talked about this before, right? And so especially when it came to a workout and some weeks, like like I said, 90% of the time, my weeks looked like the same. Boom, 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 like automatic. And then sometimes I got a busy week. (laughs) I travel. And, you know, my normal rhythm gets thrown out. So I have to come up with good, better, best. What is going to be a good week? What's going to be a better week? What's going to be best week? So when it comes to my workouts, my best week, five days. I am working out five days a week. I'm, I'm lifting. I'm lifting five days. That's, that's, a, that's my best week. My better week, I'm four. My good week, I'm three. That's, that's how I roll. And and that's how I was able to just let go of that perfectionism. So, you know, for example, I was traveling a couple weeks ago and I was leaving on uh, Wednesday and I knew Wednesday I was leaving bright and early. So there was no way I could work out on Wednesday. And that's typically a workout day for me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to work out on uh, Sunday. I'm going to work out Monday. I'm going to work out Tuesday. And then Wednesday will be my rest day. And then I will work out on Thursday and I'll work out on Friday. And so I was like, I sat, sat, sat aside and I said, okay, this is, this is how it's going to be. And it was, it was, I I got to it, but I was also willing to say, you know what, maybe on Thursday I could be tired. And so I will take Thursday as a rest day and I'll work out on Friday and be okay that I only got in three days. All right. So it's like, I've pre-programmed and I gave my, gave myself if then. So, So let me repeat that. So I knew I was traveling Wednesday through Saturday. So I knew that Wednesday was a travel day. I knew Friday, oh, sorry, Saturday was a travel day. So I'm like, okay, those are two days that are going to be my rest days. So that means that I'm going to work out Sunday through Tuesday and then Thursday and Friday. Now, I said, if I wake up on Thursday and I'm exhausted and you know I, I was attending an event and if there was no other time during the day to work out on Thursday... I was giving myself the out and saying that's going to be an additional rest day and I'll work out again on Friday. 
so that it would be a four-day workout week versus a five-day workout week. And so giving myself the grace, giving myself the space there. Um, a lot of times, you know, um, if sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm just not feeling it. Like, I'm just not feeling it. And sometimes I'll say, you know what? I'm going to set a, a timer for 15 minutes. And I'm just going to be like, whatever I can get done in 15 minutes, I'm going to get done. And if I can't get anything more than foam rolling done, I'm out. Or I'm going to go for a walk for 15 minutes. And if I get to 15 minutes and all I do is turn my booty around, then that's that's it. And so I want you to start to think about that. Something is better than nothing. And, you know, primarily, you know, women are afforded the focus is strength training. And so if 80% of my workouts, I do involve strength training, but the other handful of workouts, all I got in me is a walk, then I will take that walk because it might lead to something else. You might come home and be like, you know what? That's a, I just needed to get out of my environment. I just need to clear my head and I can come back and, you know, maybe it's not going to be a full hour workout, but maybe you could tackle on doing some squats and some push-ups and some whatevers, you know? So here's where it's like, you know, something's better than nothing. And it, it might, you know, that 15 minutes, it might turn into something and it might not, you know, it, it's just giving ourselves, giving ourselves the grace um, uh, with that. But the bulk of the the rest of the time um, for this podcast, I want to spend on what I call um, nailing the basics. Okay. And so many of us get wrapped around the axle in the minutiae, you know, the absolute utter minutia, things that in the grand scheme of life, they are not going to move the dial. And, you know, I know many of you listening here, you're like, I am all about moving that damn dial. I feel you. I hear you. And I get it. So, um, it, you know, what you think about the basics as kindergarten, right? We all went to kindergarten. We showed up and, you know, they're like, okay, we're going today. We're going to learn to color in the lines. Like that's what we're going to learn to do. We're all going to learn to use the the glue and not eat the glue. You know, that's what we're going to learn. We didn't roll up into kindergarten and be like, I've been coloring since I was three, so I'm cool there. Um, where's the advanced algebra? That's why I'm here. Like, no, no five year old or six year old says that, and that's what adults do. They're like, I know how to eat. Great. If you knew how to eat, why are we having this conversation? And I'm saying this because I had to get called on my shit too. Yes, I know how to eat. But is what you're doing right now getting you the results that you want? Hard question. And if you look and you're like, yeah, no, it's not getting me. Then I got to change something. Something has got to change. And so over the, over six, six days, I work with clients to change something. You know, work on the basics. Get their basics so freaking rock solid that they are they're immutable they're immovable unmovable am i saying that right anyway they, they can't change like you can't like there's if they're just ingrained in you that's what i'm looking for they are so ingrained in you you know and so uh, when i first read the book uh atomic habits uh james Carey talks about creating a habit it takes about 66 days to to get this habit locked in and you know many of us have told it's 21 days to get a habit and um I will take a quick tangent. The 21 days to build a habit was uh, there was a plastic surgeon back in, I think it was the sixties. And when he did reconstructive surgery on someone, it took them about 21 days for them to actually 
recognize their face, their whatever the cosmetic change was, you know, I, I think it was new, I think it was like a nose job, but it took them 21 days to start to be like familiarize themselves with this is what I look like now. And so um, we held that for, you know, 40 plus years, we held that onto that. And then fast forward, many people know it. And so on the time of campus, it's like, it takes about six, six days for us to start to feel like not awkward, but not like, you know, feeling like you're a giraffe trying to learn to walk for the first time to get into the, like what we're trying to create that habit that we're trying to create. So I created this 60 days. So I was like, all right, that's an interesting thing. So I was like, all right, let me see what it would, what, how I feel after 66 days. And like, what it would take just to nail the basics, right? To help you get in your reps so that you're easily staying on track. And so a few years ago, I was caught in that all or nothing mindset. Like my workouts was, I was I told you, I was so rigid in my thinking. Like my workouts had to be 90 minutes. My food had to be like on point all the damn time. There was no, there was like little wiggle room. And because of that, it would just be like, I was either on track or was off track. And it just, I was sick of living that life. And um, I was going on vacation and I was like, I don't want to ruin this vacation with all of my crazy food rules, right? I remember, you know, I'd go out to dinner and all of my like questions, not like, okay, do you like this food or that food? Like those were my questions. I was like, what's it cooked in? You know, how's it prepared? Blah, blah, blah. Like pretty much like, can I go and sit on a stool and watch the chef make my food? All right. That was how I used to be. Um, but I was like, I don't want to be that on this dream vacation. And so I just kept it really, really simple. And that was a turning point for me because I, I finally just let shit go. And not in a like, a fuck it way. You know, that was my, I was, you know, that was, was my alternative, like ah, throw caution to the wind, do whatever I want and deal with it later. I was like, how can I start to be more mindful about this? How do I start to make this a part of my life versus my life? And so I kept it really simple. I had a movement goal. I had a strength training goal. I focused in on my nutrition. I focused in on my self-care and I focused in my water. Those are like, I kept it really simple. Those were like the, the, five things that I focused on. And I was like, what are the simple things I can do in those categories? And so it was like movement was just walking, you know, it wasn't, you know, going out for a power walk. It wasn't just like, how can I crush this? It was like, can I like move my body in some form or motion every day? Could I do that? You know, yoga, foam rolling. And when I say yoga, I'm talking like not power yoga. I'm not talking, I'm talking like very like low key restorative yoga, mobility training, foam rolling, gardening, you know, those kind of things. Um, strength training. It was like a minimum of three times a week. Could I like lift weights three times a week, you know, and not have it be, it needs to be 90 minutes. It needs to be body parts, but it was like, okay, can I get a full body workout? three times a week, um, fruits and vegetables. And it was really primarily focused in on protein and vegetables. You know, every single meal, I wanted to make sure there was protein on my plate. Every single meal, I wanted to make sure there was some type of fruit or vegetable on my plate. And then everything else would fall. Um, everyone, everything else would fall into pieces, like the the starchy carbohydrates, the good fats, those are all fall, fall um, into place. I also focused in on sleep. 
you know, can I get at least seven hours of sleep every night? So that means setting a bedtime. And, you know, ideally, you know, that's, I think that's one of the toughest things for many of the women I work for is setting a bedtime. And, you know, here's the thing. I know that, you know, we're like, I'm a grown ass woman, but I started setting a bedtime when I wasn't hitting back when I first started working out and I wasn't hitting my workouts and I was working out after work. And at the time, the trainer I was working with, um, he said, I said, he's like, oh, you know, what's going on? He's like, you were so good. And, you know, now you miss some workouts. What's going on? And I said, oh, work's been so crazy. And, you know, by the time I get out, like the last thing I want to do is go to the gym. I've been leaving work at eight o'clock at night. And the last thing I want to do is work out. I'm hungry, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, have you thought about working out in the morning? And I was like, what? The morning? That's early. And he was like, well, he's like, well, what time do you go to bed? And I was like, I don't know, like 11, 12. And he said, well, what are you doing? He's like, you know, if you got home at eight o'clock at night, he's like, do you immediately eat, 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 eat dinner? I was like, yeah, probably, you know, by nine o'clock I'm eating dinner. And then he's like, okay. And then he's like, what are you doing after dinner? And I'm like, I don't know. And, you know, and he goes, so you got two hours there that you don't know what you're doing. But if you told yourself to get yourself in bed, you could get like at least seven hours of sleep and get up in the morning. And I was like, huh. And he said, if you went to the gym earlier, he's, and then he asked me like, you know, what time do I get to, to work? And I said, he was between like nine, nine 30. He's like, okay, so you get to work between nine and nine 30. And he's like, the gym is down the, sh- and the gym's down the street from work. So he said, what if you got to the gym at seven, you worked out from seven to eight, is showered and changed. Or you got to the gym at 7.30, you worked out from 7.30 to 8.30, and you showered or changed. And that was like the thing I needed to hear. So it was literally like starting to set a bedtime and be like, okay, you know, be in bed by 10, lights out by 10.30, instead of passing out from the TV. You know, none of us are staying up, finding the cure for cancer or world's hunger or world peace. No, none of us are doing that. So ask yourself, what are you doing? And here's the out that I want to give, you know, those my Dawn patrollers, my people who are out morning exercises. I want you to be like, okay, what would it look like if I had a bedtime? And, you know, I know you hear about people talking about this, like their morning rituals, right? They have this like morning, like ritual. I don't know if they light incense and candles and blah, blah, blah. I have a bedtime ritual. It's it's I it's like it's 10, 10, 10. And it takes me about 30 minutes to do it. And it's like, you know, I, I I come upstairs, I wash my face, brush my teeth, I get in bed, I do my I do uh my breath work, I journal, I read. Those are my three things. 10 minutes. Boom. And it just it's it prepares my body for bed. You know, it's kind of like, I want you to think about your your children. You know, if you have children or if, if you don't have children, you've seen this, you know, your kids have tubby time. And then there is read me a story. And then they have to arrange your stuffed animals in a certain way. There is a, like a glide path. As adults, we lose that glide path. You know, no one is like, you know, been like, 
hey, Sally, time to wrap it up. <laughs> no one says that to us. And I know some of my, my parents with younger kids, like they're like, that's the time I get shit done. Like when Johnny sees your bed, great, awesome. Or, you know, one of my clients, she works really, really, really hard. And she works from home and she's like, well, she's like, by the time I finish work and the time I have dinner, you know, that's, that's my time. Great. I want you to have me time. However, can we start to scale that back? If you tell yourself you want to, you know, not be exhausted all damn day, we have to, like, something's got to give, you know, if we go back to what I said, we have to look at like, what are we willing to change what are the trade-offs? Am I willing to change to get the results that I want? You know, and that's where we have to ask ourselves, you know, as you're, as you're sitting here, like asking yourself, you're like, you know, everything she just said, it sounds pretty, sounds pretty good. sounds pretty simple, right? It does. However, we have to say, okay, how do I change? You know, what are my trade-offs that I'm willing to, to do to get what I want? And the final one was water, you know, and Here's where I'm not saying, I'm on top of the gallon water. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, figure out how much you're drinking right now. And then can you add a glass? Right? <laughs> That's it. Can you add a glass? And then we'll just, we'll, we'll work on adding a glass every single week. Does it, you have to immediately jump out of the gates and get shit done? No. Here's where you decide what is going to feel realistic for you right now. And you have to also look at the season of your life. And I talk about this a lot because so many of us don't look at the season of our life. And it's so if we just say, okay, here I am. It's day one. What is coming up the next 90 days for me? You know, am I, you know, I, I talk about this client a lot because I think many of you guys can get it. Like, am I about to go into tax season? And is my life not going to be my own? Um, my husband does uh, online retail. And so pretty much from the beginning of October through the end of December, he, he just like focused, like we're just getting, you know, like we're just trying to get our retailers to get their final stuff, our stuff done so that our retailers could have success. So are you in that period or are you in a period of time where you're like, you know what, I'm looking at my 98 horizon. And I'm like, gosh, I don't really have anything going on. I'm not traveling. Um, the kids aren't having 4 million sports. There's not 4 million things pulling me through. I got some time to really do some real like me work. Great. But here's the thing. 66 days works on either. It shows you what you can do when you are supersonically busy, but it also shows you what you can do when you have the time so that there's this ebb and flow. And I don't think many people understand the ebb and flow we all have ebb and flow in our life we have times where we're like oh my god i'm so busy i'm traveling here i'm doing this and doing this da, da, da. but then we also have time where we have the space we have the energy to like take on some more stuff and then when we get a little bit busier we're like okay what needs to ebb and flow it doesn't mean i need to throw it away but it's like what needs to change based on where i am at this point in my life and so that's what um, operation 66 it's all about it's it's a 60 day 66 day program designed to help you stay on the wagon with daily task. It's finally time to show yourself that you can be consistent. You can make consistent, smooth, and steady process it progress in a sustainable way. And I know, I know it's hard to be consistent, but with operation consistency, this is how you easily stay on track and keep staying on track and keep making pro progress. And nope. You're not going to be asked to do anything hard, like lifting a truck or running a marathon. 
unless that brings you joy, you are going to be taking on activities that are realistic and sustainable, and then they're doable for you. Just think 66 days from now, you will look back at your progress and you will have a huge smile on your face, right? Consistency isn't always easy, but operation consistency is here to help you. So don't start with the complicated schedules and the grueling workouts. It's about being healthy with simple activities that will help you make real progress and keep the momentum going. So Operation Consistency is open for you whenever you are ready. Do me a favor, go to the show notes, click on the link, and I will show you how to be consistent. So let's go. All right, ladies, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the podcast today. The one thing I always ask is, and I will ask forever, is that to keep this podcast going, to keep others hearing this great message, do me a favor. If you have not gone to Apple's uh Apple's podcast and giving me a review, rate, review, subscribe. That would be absolutely fabulous for me. I've done over 200 episodes and I really want to make sure that more and more people hear this. Um, so go in there and leave me a review. It would be the world to me. If you're like, Kim, I don't know how to do that. Below, show notes, find me and I will walk you through how to create a review. All right, Magic Makers. Enjoy the rest of your day. And thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. And if you're ready to be consistent, I got you. Thank you for listening to the Fake Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much. Bye.